Welcome to the Redbird Ministry Podcast. My name is Kelly Bro, and I am co-founder of Redbird Ministries. Redbird Ministries is a Catholic pro-life and pro-family grief support ministry that focuses on bereaved families who have experienced child loss of any age, including miscarriage, stillbirth, infant loss, child loss, adolescent loss, and even the loss of an adult child. Redbird helps parents to understand grief, how to navigate through it, and how to take practical tips and tools to begin the healing process. No matter the stage of grief you are in, Redbird Ministries will work with the families to heal through the beautiful gift of our Mother Church. Redbird stands out by servicing and supporting families, by helping couples to understand what grief does to the family. By supporting both the father and the mother together, we help couples learn how to grieve together and to support each other. Your spouse is the only one in this moment who truly understands what you are going through, your family dynamics, and the memory of your child. Journeying with your spouse will bear fruit towards true healing. Our ministry is ran by couples. All founders and families have experienced child loss and understand the magnitude of a bereaved parent's suffering. No matter how soon or how long your loss has occurred, we have families that want to love you through your loss. So I encourage you to grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy our podcast. Good afternoon. So it is May 21st, Tuesday. Um, I had the pleasure this weekend to go to the Arise uh, retreat that they had at our um, at a local parish um, in Brobridge. And there was a beautiful way that the speaker, um, Megan Roberts, Um, who also put on the conference, she shared about how much she loved words. So the word arise, which means to come to life, to emerge, to come to parent. And what it meant for us as women to arise, arise out of all of our places, Um, to be open to what God gives you, to be present, to see Christ in others, and to be free. So to be free, to be who we are, to be who God made us. Um, and the word, be beware, I was about to say beware, but no, do not beware, be rare, authentic, be unique, be original. All of those different things that God calls us to be in the way that he created us. Um, it was such a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, as we walked with Our Lady, um, just being women, being who God made us out to be. But I want to specifically talk today what happened to me in adoration. Um, There's some powerful things that happen during adoration. And Saturday, something powerful happened. Um, And I never know how God is going to touch me. Um, how God's going to use that time, whether it's an hour, whether it's 20 minutes, however he, how much ever time that I have to spend with him, I never know what's going to happen during that time. But I always leave adoration with this feeling of peace, this feeling like I was touched, like waiting. He was waiting for me with these arms open wide. 
Um, but as I walked into the church, into St. Francis on Saturday, um, the tabernacle, um, I'm sorry, Jesus was in the monstrance already. So I walked in and immediately knelt down. And something different happened. <laughs> I had this um, feeling happen. You know, God uses all of our senses. He uses all of our bodies to worship, especially our heart. So as I'm praying before the Blessed Sacrament, my heart started pounding. And not like softly, like not normal, like this overwhelmed feeling came over me. And like literally... It started, my heart started pounding and I can remember like I put my hands on my throat and started counting my heartbeats <laughs> and it was like, and I felt the Holy Spirit enter the room. Normally, how God does is I get, I call them the free songs, you know, the chill bumps all over your body. <laughs> Um, and it's typically on my right side um, when I feel the Holy Spirit come into wherever I'm at. But this time, He used my heart. And I heard it, like, you know, when you get nervous, that heartbeat to where you hear it in your, I say, I could hear my heartbeat. I could hear, I could hear my heart beating outside of my body. Um and so I prayed with God for a while, and then I sat back and I started journaling. Um, and this is the message that he gave me. It says, as my heart started to beat faster, I watched you. I watched you pull me closer into your gaze, asking me to surrender fully. Surrender all of the parts of me, all of those pieces of dust so that he can walk closer to me and bring light into you. And the words that he told Peter, feed my sheep as many times as you denied me, feed my sheep. And boy, did I f deny him a lot when I was asleep from my grief. And he tells me, take each failure that I feel that I've failed and I'm going to resurrect that for you. I'm going to resurrect it into this beautiful creature. And I tell him back, you make my heart beat faster each time you're present to me. But this feeling was a first. I, it was something that I haven't experienced in the presence of God where I could literally hear my heart beat. Normally it happens when I'm nervous. But during adoration, there's nothing to be nervous about and I was calm as a cucumber listening to them sing so it definitely like I said um, was different to me but what happened after that was this vision that he gave me about the journey so the, the journey of healing and he presented me with two roads. So I love, I'm going to make you laugh here, but 
in my mind, my depiction of these roads is you have the Texas highways and then you have the Louisiana highways. We all know we love traveling in Texas, but we do not like to travel in Louisiana. Because why? Well, let's see. Because <laughs> we have potholes. We have speed, speed bumps. Um, you have dips in your roads. Our foundation is mushy in Louisiana. And so when our foundation is mushy, squishy, you know, we're built trying to build roads, our foundation on the swamp, on, on mushy ground, um, there's things that happen to that foundation. That foundation breaks, it crumbles, it dips, it has potholes, it's frustrating. It's annoying to travel in Louisiana on the major highways, but the minute you cross to Texas, it's like you smile because it's like the road, you're just coasting. Like you can just let the, the you can just let the wind in your hair. Feel like a dog sticking your <laughs> yeah out of the window. It's just it's beautiful. It's it's comfort to journey on Texas highways. It's uncomfortable to journey on Louisiana highways. So we're gonna talk today about our journeys, and we're gonna use those visions of those different highways. Um, and so I was praying before um, before the Blessed Sacrament, uh, and this vision was before me, and I was th- like thinking and talking with God about, you know, that 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 vehicle, that instrument that He is calling me to be, and He's calling us all to be, but specifically to journey with people who are on their journey of grief. Um, and he asked me, which highway do you want to travel? Um, which highway, which which one do you think I want you to be on? And I was like, Lord. I mean, I don't like driving on Louisiana highways. It's uncomfortable. And he called me to surrender again. This is what we, this is a constant conversation between me and God. I don't trust enough, and he says trust. I don't surrender enough, and he says surrender. And like we constantly are having this conversation, and I'm constantly asking for the grace and the ability to do so. Um, and it just, it, something came over me, and it, it just overwhelmed me in that moment when I'm having this conversation with God about just how, you know, talking about grief and talking about, you know, loss how it's so taboo. You know, the instant you start talking about death of your child, especially, you could see people like they start to to create a wall, especially those who haven't lost, um, more so the ones who haven't lost. Um, It it makes them so uncomfortable because they don't know what to say. They don't want to offend you because they do. They honestly do love you. Um, But they built up these walls so that they don't go there because they're scared of where that goes. Um, 
And I feel like with Redbird, like we have to we have to tear down those walls. We have to break the taboo of talking about, you know, our our children who have died because we are a pro life church, but we don't support those who've lost. And to be open to life is to be open to death. And so, as Christians, as devout Catholics, those who proclaim the gospel. To be open to life, you have to be open to death. That means opening your arms to those who've lost a child. It means open your arms and your heart to people who are suffering, who are who are just who are broken. And you know, my prayer to God was, you know, Lord, help me to articulate correctly that what grief does. That's my mission is to help people to articulate, to put into words how they're feeling. Because when you can name something, the power of name, when you can name something, you can own it. So when you are suffering and you name that suffering, you can own it. Like you can, there's power over that. And You know, God told me, um, you know, the road that we journey, those bumps, those potholes, there's curves, um, there's a whys in the road. You know, help me to discern which way to go, Lord. Help me to discern, go left. Help me to to go right. Um, There's wrong turns. There's one ways. And those roads that we travel down, they're not going to, more than likely, they're not going to look like Texas. I mean, we have to face it in Louisiana. We're not going to have roads like Texas. And I hate to be um, <laughs> so silly about that whole depiction. But, it, oh, like, when God showed me that, I was like, oh, my goodness, we have something here. Like, I can really <laughs> relate to that because I can feel it. I can see it. Now I can suffer with those horrible roads in Louisiana. You know, some of them are, they're, they're old. They're old roads. So some of them are old wounds. And we don't want to, we don't want to, to travel down those, you know, because those, those wounds, those old roads, they need to be repaved. They need healing. They need the divine physician. You know, they, some of them need to be cut out. You know, there's, there's holes in those roads, those roads, those rolls those holes I can't even talk right now those holes they can't be patched they need to be cut out and there needs to be some foundation that's laid you know and those dips those sunken in parts they need to be revived sometimes your roads are black sometimes they're gray sometimes they're white they come in all different colors um just like our wounds, they come in all different, all different fashions. Um, some are deeper than others. Um, and then, when you're wounded, you know, of course, you hurt people. Hurt people that that suffering, if it's not transformed, is transmitted. Um, we need we need some healing on those wounds. It needs to be resurfaced. So my prayer today. It's for us to visit those Louisiana highways, 
those potholes, those whys in the road, those wrong turns, and to ask the Lord for Him to be like our ways app. I pray, Lord, today that you be my ways app. I commend my soul. I'm putting my life as that address in that ways app. And I'm trusting that where I'm going on that journey, you, my navigator, will get me to where I need to be. It might be, not be the fastest route. It might be the scenic route. That scenic route that's going to teach me all those lessons. I might travel along the coast and see the beauty of the ocean. But it will get you the same place. Faster is not always better. There's always beauty in the long way. If we trust in the Lord and allow Him to be our navigator, there's beauty in that destination. When you finally get there, you know, and you, you, your wounds are healed, when those roads are patched, and He uses your, your vehicle to get you there, just like any vacation, Your Waze app will say you have arrived. I look forward to chatting with you next time and being open to all the ways that God speaks to me, the ways He speaks through me to your heart, and just inviting God further and deeper into using us as His instruments because... Um, you know, you just don't know how you're going to touch someone else. So that's all we have for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to talking with you in the future. Thanks. God bless.